Well, welcome, welcome to everyone. It is my delight, it is a joy, and it is such a privilege today to have the honor to have a very special guest on this broadcast message. And Dr. Marilyn Hickey is joining us today. You can see her in the frame. And I'm so excited to be able to interview this general in the faith, this mighty woman of God that has stood the test of time, that is such an inspiration to so many people. So it is such a delight. I want to properly introduce her. And Dr. Marilyn Hickey is an international Bible teacher she has carried the word of God into many nations, including Pakistan, Italy, Morocco, Ethiopia, Russia, Panama, Australia, China, Germany, India, the United Kingdom, and much, much more. Her lectures on healing and the Bible have broken records for the largest public meetings held in that nation's history, including Cairo, Egypt, and Pakistan. She has authored many books, and she has two children. She has four grandchildren, and she has great-grandchildren. Now, this wonderful woman of God, of whom she's going to start to explain her life's story um, in a moment here, is going to be 91 years old in just a few months. And she's an inspiration to every single one of us. Dr. Marilyn Hickey, thank you so much for accepting this invitation. It is such a delight to have you today on this program. Well, it's a delight to be on the program and thank you for inviting me. You're welcome, you're welcome. You know, I was listening to some of your broadcast messages and I, I, I listened to one of yours just last night when you said that at the age of 42, that God called you to cover the earth with his word. And you listed a scripture in there, Isaiah 11, 9. I want, could you tell us a little bit about that time? How did the Lord call you to share the gospel with the world? Well, I think he called me through, what can I say, connections with people? Mm. Because I was very involved with Daisy and T.L. Osborne, with mm -hmm. Frida Lindsay, and some of those people, and they had a great effect on my life because they were affecting people. And so I took some time and fasted and prayed and said, God, I can do a lot of good things, but what's your best? And that was in that timing that he called me to cover the earth with the word. So that's how I began to get into media. Media is a big thing. So recently I was in Saudi Arabia you know, and they don't, they believe in old women. I think that's hilarious. And so that gives you opportunities. But media in our day is an awesome way to reach people with the gospel. Very, very true. Very true. You've written many books, uh, Marilyn Hickey, and one of them is It's Not Over Until You Win. I love that title. Tell me a little bit about that book. Well, that book shares some of the early beginnings mm -hmm. of how, you know, I was not accepted and yet I was called and how I went through the process. So no matter what you do, you're going to have a process. Mm -hmm. So be careful with the process that you let that produce what God wants to produce in you. Isn't that the truth? 
Isn't that the truth? So in the early days then, when you um, you received the Lord, you, you got married, um, I know that you guys, you planted some churches. Um, I remember when I was first saved over 30 years ago, and I, someone had mentioned, you know, about you, I started listening and started to watch. Um, I remember that you had a church called Happy Church. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. it was nicknamed that by people who came because my husband loved worship. And so he led in worship and we had a lot of emphasis on worship. So oh. that's how we got that name. Okay. I thought that was so neat, you know, being a, a new believer at the time and, uh, and just in seeing a woman in ministry, seeing a woman that is an honorable woman that is, you know, walking in integrity. Um, it was just such a, such a beautiful picture. And throughout the years of my life and many people that are watching online right now, um, you know, we have talked about this, this day, this day, and, and, and some of the questions that they even have. So I've got a few things written down. I'm going to ask you a couple questions and uh, feel free. You answer as the spirit of the living God leads you, of course. And if there's certain things you want to mention, please do so. But I want to ask you, what is, what was one of your biggest challenges to overcome as a woman in ministry? Well, I think I thought the word was so important. The word could do everything. So I didn't get into the gender thing. And it I just never had a problem, you know, because people would say, you're a woman. I say, yes, but I'm a woman with the word. And the mm -hmm. word is what does it, really. Yes. So it's not gender. But if you get caught up in gender, you can get caught up in defeat. Yes. So good. So good. And then um, in one of your broadcasts, you had mentioned that the Lord said to you that that is um, not to get caught up in gender, that that's my problem. Um, that's I will take care of that part. Your part is to walk in faith. You know, and right. you've been walking in faith. You've been walking in faith. And when the Lord opened up doors for you to go to some of these other countries, um, what was going on in your mind? Was there just excitement? Was there fear? Tell me what was going on in your mind when you first started traveling to some of these other countries to minister. Well, I felt that my call was to cover the earth with the word. So mm -hmm. anything in that process I wanted to get into. So yeah. I began to memorize nations of the world and pray over them. And I ended up going to them. So it's not, you know, whoopee, I'm called. It's whoopee. I'm in the process. Yes. And, you know, you said a few things there. Number one, focus. You said that, you know, you were focused on the fact that your mission was to spread the word, right? And the word was going to do what it says it's going to do. You were focused on that. And so then you took practical steps. You started to pray over these nations. And in doing the simple things, what I'm hearing is, is that God started opening up amazing doors of opportunity for you to step into. Would you say that that's correct? Well, I would. And I would say that healing is the dinner bell. So when you go overseas to Muslim countries, if you have healing meetings, they come yes. because they believe Jesus heals. Right. It's an opportunity to really preach the gospel, to get people healed. And actually it's an opportunity to really see nations changed 
So I think the process of that has been so wonderful. Honestly, I feel like I'm God's pet. He's just blessed me in so many ways. Amen. You know, um, to just know that you delight the heart of the Father. And the Lord says when we delight ourselves in Him, He gives us the desires of our heart. But yet, we delight in Him, but He delights in us. And yes, He does. Isn't that? And it just does something to you. It just You just know, like you said, you're His pet. You're His favorite. You just know that... Um, my goodness, the best, best father, best daddy God, amen, that anybody could ever have, um, we have in him. We have it in him. Amen. So what would you say is your greatest victory? That's hard to say. I would say the fact that my husband had confidence in me was the biggest thing. So, you know, when people were against me, he was for me. And so I think having that backing and that encouragement. And then I got into Kenneth Hagin's ministry and speaking the promises and speaking to mountains and believing God. And I got around faith people, yes. you know, that believe that God could do anything. He could right. open nations. And I still believe that very much so. Amen. So about the healing meetings, um, how did that begin? Tell me about some of the um, highlights to these healing meetings, some things that stand out in your mind about them. Tell us a little bit about the healing meetings. Well, Pakistan opened up because of healing, because again, the Muslims believe that Jesus heals. So when you say come and be healed, you really get unsaved people. And so you know, that, that was the thing that was amazing to me. And another thing I found, you don't always feel very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And God heals because it's his name, not yours. Amen. 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 So tell us some of the healing miracles that stand out in your mind at this moment. Well, I think some of them, you know, is where we had some, like a woman didn't have an eye and God gave her an eye. So it's like if you put yourself on the brink for a miracle yeah. and, you know, you think it scares you out of your shoes. You think, good night, God. And then God begins to do it. I said, he shows up and shows off. Amen. And taking the word is the big key thing. So if you're not in the word, don't expect to have results. That's right. Isn't that the truth? It is everything, the plumb line and everything. Praise God. Well, that, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. So many things that I'm, I admire you for. I mean, just so many things. Number one, you know, you are leaving a legacy. Yes, to your biological daughter, to Sarah. And it's beautiful to see the two of you ministering together. That is such a joy, such a joy. But, you know, you've got many sons and daughters, many spiritual sons and daughters that are listening. They're gleaning and you've inspired. I'm sure that's got to be a blessing in your own spirit, knowing that you have You've pleased the Heavenly Father in just the fact that you have given of yourself, which is given of Jesus, to so many individuals. And you still continue with joy. It's a beautiful well, thing. It's such a beautiful thing. You have to be practical. Mm -hmm. You know, I began with little home Bible studies. You know, they were Catholics. They were everything. And they began to get saved. Amen. And 
they began to support me with radio and television. So if you're not willing to go across the street and witness, don't expect God to open some big nation, national day door. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. Amen. Isn't that the truth? That is so true. You, you start right where you're at and you're faithful, faithful with the little things and content. I think that being faithful, but also being content in that right where you are at and trusting God for doing other things. You know, some people say, oh, bigger things. But, you know, one life is a big thing. One life. And then God will expand and do do more as you're yielded and open to him. I love that. I love that what you're, what you're saying. The other thing is, you know, you're a woman of the word. And I know that you've memorized a lot of the Bible. And I want to ask you about that. I want to ask you, um, is there a method that you like to use in memorizing the word? How do you do that? Like, what's, what works for you? Well, early morning works for me. So when I get up in the morning, uh -huh. I brush my teeth, make coffee, and get into the word because my mind is the freshest then. And so that's when I will begin to take on. And usually, you know, I take on a book like Ephesians or Galatians and I don't get discouraged because sometimes you can think, oh dear, I can't do it. But don't give up, do it. So I did Proverbs. I did a lot of Psalms. Uh, I did some of John, not all of it, but some mm -hmm. of it, Ephesians. And so I think that's a big deal. But how serious are you? You know, mm -hmm. I just find the word works. And I like to encourage my grandchildren. I like to encourage people. If you want to see the supernatural, you're going to have to get yourself in the word. And you can't be discouraged. There are people who will tell you, you know, I had people who said, oh, you don't play the piano, you don't play the organ, you don't sing. All you do is teach those silly little home Bible studies. But if that's your calling to win people, and even recently, it was a nice day in Colorado, so I'm sitting on my front porch. And uh, my neighbor, one of my neighbors came over and said, would you mind praying for me? I need to be healed. And I was so touched by that because I think some of my neighbors think, oh, she's just a religious nut. But <laughs> we're not religious, we're, we're spiritual, we're word-centered and we get results. Amen, amen. You get results and you do what you love to do and you're doing oh. it with joy. And it's evident, oh. it's evident. The joy that is on your on it's your face. lots of fun. Yeah, it's wonderful. And on airplanes, you know, if you can witness to people, uh -huh. usually they ask you, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" And so, I ask them, "Well, tell me what you're doing and what you're, where you're going." Mm -hmm. And so I tell them, and then they say, "Well, how did you get into this?" And then I talk to them about being born again, and I have a little card that tells you how to be saved. So, you know, I use that. If they don't want to talk, mm -hmm. I say, could I share this with you? Are you okay with this? And if they say yes, I leave that with them. But sometimes I get to pray with them. I love souls. Praise the Lord. And it's it's evident. You love souls. And there's fruit. The fruit is, the fruit is there. The fruit is there. So um, 
you memorize the word, it's a high value of memorizing the word. Um, would you say, how, how, how long do you spend in prayer, in reading of the word? What does that look like for you? You're talking about my devotional time. Yeah. Well, my time is the best in the morning because mm -hmm. my mind is fresh. Mm -hmm. So I take that time mm -hmm. to do the scriptures. Right. And I take that time often to just meditate, memorize. I don't know. I think yeah. during the day I do some things I do on airplanes. I don't waste time. Time is very precious. Come on. You, you need to use it to the max. Time is so precious. And day by day, what you're saying is it's day by day, it's moment by moment, and it's all throughout the day. There is no wasting of time. You know, you're saturating yourself in the word. And, you know, there are people that are watching right now from various, um, various places, even in ministry and their walk of life. What would you say to encourage someone that's just starting out in ministry um, that wants to step into the call of God um, and maybe is listening to this and, and has some questions, maybe has some fear, has some doubt? What would you say to that individual? And then what would you say to the individual that is so gung-ho and so like she's moved on, he or she, you know, they're, they're further down the road. What, what would you say to encourage both of them, both types? Well, I would say you need to be in a local church. Mm -hmm. If you're not a pastor, you need a pastor mm -hmm. because you need to submit to the will of God and the leadership. So I definitely did that. Yes. And my husband and I, I taught school and he had a, was in business. And that pastor gave a word to us one night. He said, God has called Wally and Marilyn into ministry. And that really encouraged us. So, you know, people didn't invite us, mm -hmm. you know, and plus, what did we have to say? <laughs> you know, we didn't come out with, oh, they're fabulous. You know, I think there were people who thought, how on earth did God call you? And so you have to go through a process. So if you think you're going to start at the top, honey, you're not. Just go through the process. Be yeah. faithful. God is faithful. He does the fabulous. Right, right. 47 years, correct? 47 right. years of being in ministry. Yes. Yes. Um, what, a, what, a, what a beautiful uh, thing that is, you know, for so many people. It's not just 47 years. It's 47 years of being in ministry, being integrous, um, being faithful staying committed and um, what would you say would be your greatest regret do you have any regrets what would you what would you say be the greatest regret if you have any probably not being sensitive to opportunities mm. and opportunities with people mm. you know and mm. loving people sometimes and being a pastor's wife you just get tired of people you think people oh dear god and so i think i would regret times when maybe i just wanted to throw in the towel give it up and forget it but i didn't so thank god i didn't and thank god i had people who encouraged me and refreshed me and right. i still do really yeah 
Right. And, you know, you said just a moment ago about the importance of accountability, being in a church, um, having a pastor, having someone that can oh, speak into very important. So important. And you receive the call of God. Well, at least it sounds like a prophetic word that was spoken over you and your husband um, because you were in accountability. You had a church, you had someone that um, you were submitted to. You know, I, I find that that in this day and age, that um, that is such an important topic to preach on the importance of submitting to proper authority, the importance of being connected. You know, there's really growth and there's opportunities for expansion and for fulfilling the call of God when there's safety in in um, in accountability, proper accountability. So that I was just in Delaware. Forgive me for interrupting. No, no. I was just in Delaware, and uh, when we started our church, we went door to door, you know, and witnessed to people. You could do it then. It was okay. And we got new people. I mean, and so I met some people that we had won to the Lord years ago, had no idea that they were still cooking, you know. So I think if you can keep in mind your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Go for Bible studies, go for people, have them for coffee, have them for meals, share the gospel, believe God. Just, it's the most exciting life in the world. It is, it really is. It's all about, it's about loving God, loving people and, and laying our lives down. Look at what he's done for us. So, wow, you know, that is so good. And in one of your, broadcasts that I was watching, you had mentioned that your, one of your desires is to mentor, is to continue to mentor, and that you're open to mentoring anybody that is willing. Tell me a little bit about what you mean by that. Now, explain. I'm not sure I understand your question. You had said you were willing to mentor anybody that was wanting to be mentored. Now, in reality, you are mentoring people all the time because you're giving of the word. Um, what did what do you mean by mentoring? You're willing to mentor. You want to mentor anyone that is willing. Well, we mentor. I mentor through books, mm -hmm. through all kinds of ways to mentor, to right. take time with one person individually and mentor and say, okay, I'm going to mentor them. Uh, that's pretty difficult. Very. So that's why you have all kinds of material to help mentor people. And I use other people's material all the time. That was mentoring to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, you, yeah, it's important, especially with where, what God is using you to do. Um, I believe that there is a point in time, you know, where you can do the one-on-one -on -one mentoring, but there, there does come a point in time where God is wanting to use you in, in the lives of so many. And so these resources that you have, you've got books, you have all kinds, you've got materials, you know, audio, video, um, and even the lives, even the lives. I mean, all of this is mentoring. You know, you'd mentioned, um, you know, the Copelands and some of the other ministers. Um, I, I, that same with me when I first got saved, just listening to faith-filled believers that were standing on the word of God mm -hmm. is so critical because you really start to grow. You know, you grow at such a rapid speed. If you're hungry, then it's available. The information, the wealth is available. God makes it available for us, doesn't he? You know, it's just a wealth of information. The, the Bible even talks about, you know, the, the table 
that he has set before us. He sets a banqueting table before us. What we're doing right now, this is a banqueting table. For all that are listening online, this is a banqueting table. This woman of God, I just want to speak for a moment to the listeners, and then I want to give you an opportunity to speak to the listeners as well. You know, this woman of God here that we are listening to, uh, what a treasure. We're going to always remember this interview because many of you online have already told me that you have listened to her since you first got saved and you continue to listen. You continue to read. Some of you know, and you've also mentioned that your parents or your grandparents introduced you to Dr. Marilyn Hickey. What a legacy this is. This is a conversation that we're having right now that you're going to always remember and you're going to glean from. And my prayer is, is that not only glean from this, but you're going to find such strength and God will speak specifically to you about what he's called you to do and what he has continued to tell you to keep on doing. Like Dr. Merlin has said repeatedly, it is a process. It is a process. So Marilyn Hickey, what would you say for those that are listening right now online, is there something in your spirit that the Lord is stirring for you to speak, whether it be a word of encouragement? Maybe you want to pray for some of the listeners. Um, what is the Holy Spirit right now at this moment putting in your spirit, ma'am, to release as an... I believe it's very important that everyone has a Bible reading plan. Okay. It's not hit and miss. It's hit every day, and it's a discipline. I believe that God wants to use all of us and that he can open our hearts and give us favor, claim the promises of favor. I have claimed favor with nations that don't believe in women. And do you know that Saudi Arabia is very open to the gospel through women, especially if they're old. So watch for opportunities. And just be there. Enjoy God. I mean, this is not, do you think this has been hard for me? Because people say, oh, I know you've had it so hard. I really haven't. I haven't. I've had to believe for finances and things for the things that I do. And that's been challenging. But I wouldn't say hard. I would say challenging. Yeah. Jump into the river. Be open to God. Look for people to win. Don't give up on your relatives because sometimes they're very critical of you, you know. And so I know I was criticized by my relatives until I got on television. Then they all claimed me. <laughs> that is, it's cute, it's funny, but it's true. That is, that's, that's funny. Uh, you on your, on your website, it's um, Marilyn and Sarah ministries isn't that correct um Marilyn yes yes, yes. I, I i noticed that you have a download and i believe it was free but a download of a bible reading plan yes right? yes so, so yes. Your, your listeners here could if they don't already have a bible reading plan i'm 100 with you you need to have a plan you know otherwise sure. it's hot method it's you know but it's having a systematic plan they could go to your website and they could download this this uh, Bible reading plan if they don't already have one. So that would be a great I'd way. I say without um, with without a plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, we we have just a minute left. Um, would you ex you know let them know how they can contact you, um, how they can sow into your ministry, and then maybe just uh, say a, a word of prayer as we close. Would you do that for me? Of course, I can. 
So I just pray right now for everyone listening that they get the plan of God for their lives and that you are giving them wisdom and a compassion for the lost. I pray that Father will not give up on ourselves and be discouraged because we didn't do this or didn't do that or we don't feel successful. But we're going to know that you are behind us. You're with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. It's so wonderful. And so I would encourage you to get org, And you will love Sarah. Believe me. <laughs> and so I'm so happy. But now I'm seeing my grandchildren interested. So that will be interesting to watch them. Isn't God good? I, so good. I think... He has spoiled me. I'm his pet. So beautiful. You, this has been such an honor, such an honor. Yes, please go visit her website. Um, Sarah's also has a separate website. They have one together. They have one separate. Yes, she does. Yes, visit the websites. Be a blessing to that ministry. She has been a blessing to us. You, you have been a blessing to us here today. You've been a blessing to, 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 to people, so many different people. And, I just want to end on this. It is not over until you win. The title of one of her books, it is not over until you win. God bless you. Um, Marilyn, is there anything that you want to say in closing? I want to give well, you let me just pray with you Okay. that God opens doors before uh, you, hallelujah. that you walk in wisdom and special anointing. And let me thank you for this wonderful opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. I am honored. I am honored. God bless you, everyone that watched. Remember to share the video. Um, remember to reach out and connect with this precious, precious saint of God. It has been a joy today. God bless you, and we will keep in touch. God bless, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, and bless you.